Five years in and the Canada Infrastructure Bank has failed in its promise to invest in the next generation of infrastructure for Canadians' needs. That's according to Professor David McDonald of Queen's University and Global Development Studies. And David joins us this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. For those who may not know, what is the Canada Infrastructure Bank and what's its purpose? Those are actually complicated questions that should have a clearer answer. So... The, the CIB was uh, intended to be what we would call a public bank, which uh, would use, um, uh, in this case, federal government funding to uh, finance the development of, of infrastructure projects. Um, but it's not actually quite set up like a bank. It, it's more like a government department at, at this point in time, which uh, complicates uh, things a little bit. Um, but its uh, its intent, as the name suggests, Canada Infrastructure Bank, is to invest in water and sanitation and transportation and electricity and, and other services that uh, we all know we desperately need to upgrade and expand in uh, across Canada. Okay, so that's the intent of it. What is the reality five years in? The mandate of the bank is to leverage uh, private money. So for every $1 of uh, public money that goes in, the intent was to raise 4 or $5 of private money, which is a de facto kind of privatization of services, uh, everything from toll roads to uh, ports and airports and water services. Um, and so they've failed in the sense that they actually haven't managed to uh, generate the kinds of private sector investments that they had anticipated. So that's a kind of a failure on, on their own terms. Um, but uh, critics uh, like myself have said that the, the entire mandate is problematic in terms of you know, using a, a public bank to effectively try and uh, privatize public infrastructure. Is there an ideal way, Professor McDonald, to, to get this done? Can we build a better mousetrap? And if so, what would that look like? Yeah, um, absolutely. There are lots of examples of uh, public banking institutions around the world uh, whose mandate is to use public money to raise uh, resources for public investment in, in infrastructure. So, for example, I've just recently completed work um, research on a number of um, public banks in the Nordic countries, so Finland, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and uh, and those banks are entirely uh, based on generating capital through their publicly owned bank to then invest in public infrastructure. Um, and they raise money at the cheapest possible rates you can because they're backed by the federal government. And uh, and they work closely with municipalities and different stakeholders to determine infrastructure needs. They prioritize uh, socially responsible investments, environmentally responsible investments. And, uh, and, you know, those countries are doing a fantastic job in, uh, in expanding public infrastructure. Um, the problem with the CIB model is that we bring in private money and it is invariably more expensive. Um, nobody can borrow money as cheaply as, uh, as federal governments, particularly you know, Nordic and Canadian governments. And so we end up basically paying more for financing uh, through through private money. Uh, and we also you know, give up control to some extent of these uh, public resources by having private equity invested in it. Complex and still needs work. Appreciate the update. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, Professor. Thank you. Thank you. David McDonald is a professor of global development studies at Queen's University.